This is the Power Breakfast Show podcast series. Podcast series. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. Power 102 Digital. Second day of March 2022. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for being locked on the part one and two digital. Broadcast studio is at 88 to 90 Abercrombie Street in Fort of Spain. It is a power breakfast show. Well, the power breakfast show this morning, you heard from Paul Richards with our news brief. We got major news at seven, another major, oh, another news brief at eight. We'll hear from Richard Ragobarazi, who is hovering above. Waiting to land on runway one zero. Or is it two eight? Or is it just beam straight down? Nobody knows with him. Nobody knows. Anyway. Let's see who sent us hellos first thing this morning. Let me just open up the app here. Uh-huh. Ken E, good morning. Trevin Arima, good morning. Garth Celia out of Valencia, good morning to you as well. Hope you have a great morning. Let's see, who else? Who else is here? Ms. Maloney, good morning to you. CJ from New York, good morning to you as well. As I say, CJ in New York, what's the temperature like in New York? I'm not too sure. As I check it, it's 9 degrees in New York. 9. 
12 in Atlanta, 15 in London, whoa, that's a balmy one, 17 in Orlando, 23 in Miami, yeah, Toronto is 1 degree, Port of Spain, 23, and Crown Point Tobago, it's 22, mmm, nice and cool this morning, Take a look at something traffic-wise ready for the morning. Road was busy this morning. It was indeed. It was indeed. Leaving San Fernando, we got uh, we got traffic. Why? It's a little bouncident. Yep. Run by how many hall over there in the Solomon? On the Solomon Hotel Highway. A little bouncident. Should clear up. San Fernando bypass at into Marbella is a bit busy this morning. Head up North Rivulet Road is starting solo. Hoover to Edinburgh, you've got traffic. Chaguanas Main Road, passing through Santa Rosa. Yeah. Mouska to BWIA Boulevard and then just before Trinity City towards Page Ue Eastern Main Road is beginning to build. Getting in the Port of Spain is a bit busy this morning. Out to the west, you people sleep a little later than usual. You have no problems there at all. Alright. Alright, so let's say good morning. Good night to the guys. Good morning to you, Paul Richards. Well, Steve, can the best song you play all year? Oh, behave yourself. Behave yourself. Best song you play all year. I should have me going for a second day. Well, that was the idea to you to put a little step in your pep or pep in your step or however you want to call it. Someone like David, I thought this pep in your step talk in the 1970s and 80s. Oh, I wasn't born yet. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah I wasn't born yet. Sorry. It's Tuesday morning. You, Richard morning Wendell, yeah, was not me. And around the world, those of you around the world, those of you in New York, London, Australia, mm-hmm. across Europe, in Poland, in Ukraine, in Russia. Good morning to those of you. Our prayers go out to those of you in Ukraine. Good morning, Richard Ragobasing. Uh, good morning, guys. Good morning, Trinidad and Tobago, and good morning to our listeners wherever you are. Is this like a record? Yeah. I can't believe what. Check, let's check. Is this like t- a record? I don't know. Check your time for me because it's it's saying six twelve here, and I'm hearing Richard. Mine is saying six eleven, so I think it's a record. Six eleven. It's now six eleven fifty five. So I went six six twelve. Hmm. Morning, Richie Rich. Hi, morning, guys. What's happening? What's shaking? You bed wet? Me he, has no, he has rehearsals. He has rehearsals. The countdown is no, on. No, if he has rehearsals, he'll be here a lot later. No, no, no. I had rehearsals yesterday evening, so. And I was up until what? Nearly almost 2 o'clock in the morning writing, so. That's, that's what it is. Where is the notes of it? No, no, no. I write, you know, Paul, so I do other stuff. Let me know. You're quite prolific and varied in your interests. Yeah. So this you was you locked up your front door because I hear no area. I escape prisoners and things roaming in these. And have one mm-hmm. more. One more to I catch. Think I think they recaptured most. It's just one more. Just one outside. Yeah, just one more. I, it always astounds me. One more. How, how do they escape? How? How do they escape a prison with guards and rotation and security cameras and guards outside and big fence and Barbara and dog and things. Oh, yes, how is this keep out? Um, I don't know. I can't answer that. Um, but I know that the, the fence 
around Golden Grove is not um, looks if 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 I am to judge it from prison escapes that you see on TV. Well, the fence around Golden Grove looks very escapable. I <laughs> 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 you don't have to respond to that argument. Yeah, boy. The fence looks escapable. <laughs> but, but and obviously it is. Well, clearly you know, you're not the only person who shares their views. The inmates clearly share their views. <laughs> yes, obviously. Because this is not the first time. But I mean, you know... Very escapable. Yeah, so I don't know. But these all prisoners who, are, well, I generally it's prisoners who are on remand rather than convicted prisoners who try to try to escape. So I assume they were on remand prisoners. I mean, I don't know. I, mean, I could check. But they must have finished the, the sentence already, right? While waiting trial, so they could walk out. <laughs> so I don't. Know. You must say, you know what? Gary's the commissioner and Faris is the attorney general. There we go. <laughs> Time for me to go. <laughs> <laughs> the, two pe- the, the, the two people who cannot put me here, there we go. They're not, they're, they're not there no more. You understand? Never a dull moment, eh? Well, it Never seems as a if dull it's, moment. Well, two of them seem to be serving sentences. I just, um, do, I just don't understand how. Um, Richard, you, you described the fence as escapable. It, I'm just, it's no, it's I'm not, not for maximum it, security. If, if people were remanded, it means they were in Golden Grove. Golden Grove is in a dilapidated state. Yeah. I went in there. So I wonder, okay, if they seem to have an escape possibility by that hole in the roof, because they say they climb through the roof or the ceiling or something, even if they climb through the roof and climb over a fence, it's about three fences to get through. So while everybody was on lockdown Sunday night, these five men... Hatch this plan. Oh, yeah, they were planning that for through, a while. Get through the roof, climb over fence one, evade the, the hope for. Uh, we wonder if there are CCTV cameras. Climb through fence two, and jump over the fence and all day. I mean, and it's not the first, second, third, fifth, fifteen time. Hmm. They are custom getting out today. But but and and all this talk about. Between since um, who was my minister of national security first? When uh, uh, Louis Kongs, you know, I know Stuart Young was, and now it's Fitzgerald Hines. Who was before mm-hmm. Stuart Young? A Louis Kong. Yeah. Oh, well, it's a, a, you, so you are right. So Edmund Dillon, not so. Who's what? But Edmund Dillon was Dr. Rawley's first minister of national security. Am I correct? Mm. Edmund Dillon. Yes. yes. And then yes. he gets in the back and then in New York. <laughs> yeah, with some property. With some property mm-hmm. and some man. And some property. And and the man daughter and all kind of confusion. And apparently it was reserved, but he was summarily removed shortly after that. And then Stuart Young was put in the Ministry of National Security. And he was asked several questions in Parliament and said they're investing and they're redoing the security and they're adding CCTV cameras and they're giving resources to prisons officers and remand is being remodeled and da 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 and we've poured this amount a million dollars and 15 more million dollars and the security and what? Let's walk out when they want. That's such an old talk. Old talk. Plenty old talk. Plenty political banter. <laughs> 
and what? Five, not one or two, five inmates. Well, I could read a little part of how they escaped. I'm, I'm just, you were kind of pretty much right in what you were saying, Paul. <laughs> um, I'm, because acting prison, prison commissioner, Diopasad Ramuta, said the inmates accessed through the roof. They got through the BRC wiring and they were able to raise the galvanize and they camouflaged the sound by opening a pipe in one of the showers in the dormitory. But my prison officers did hear the noise and they responded, but unfortunately they did not hear when the first five was getting away, but they were able to stop any other inmates from escaping. He said he has to ensure from the prison administration side that there was no negligence on the part of his officers and also the prison has to look into developing a better roofing system to prevent any recurrence. However, Prison Officers Association President Saron Richard said the prison administration must take the blame. He said, Golden Grove is a very dilapidated prison, which was an old barracks used to house soldiers back in the day. When you have these old infrastructures and you are not upgrading, this happens. All of those dormitories need to be demolished and rebuilt. If you put high-risk prisoners, inmates there, what you expect, they will look at the opportunity to escape. And it have more opportunities to escape. Mm. So they will increase the rotation of guards for the next two, three months. And it's back to square one. Is there not a CCTV camera system in the nation's prison in Golden Grove? And is it not monitored by security officials so that they could look around the prisoner on a 24-hour basis and see if somebody jumped through the roof? I'm going to type a question for answer this morning. Well the, well, the Minister of National Security said he's very, very concerned. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm surprised. I'm so shocked. On behalf of the people of Trinidad and Tobago, that men were able to escape our nation's prisons in the way that it occurred. I received a preliminary report from the Commissioner of Prisons. I was just in communication with him, and he informed me that two of the five have been recaptured and that there is an active interagency force out there between the Defense Force, the Trinidad and Tobago Police Service, particularly officers from this Northern Division, and of course, officers of the Prison Service. We will visit the prison tomorrow to see firsthand where these individuals made good their escape, and all of that will form part of a very thorough report from which lessons must be learned in order to prevent future occurrences. Oh my God. This regard... In this regard, a prisoner also escaped from the Mount Hope Hospital. So we will also visit this facility to see exactly how and where. And that will include the investigator from the police service and the investigator from the Trinidad and Tobago Prison Service in order to put the pieces together, all with a view of ensuring that lessons are learned and there is no repet repetition of this. So now you know. You all know that I toured that prison with the now Minister of National Security when he chaired the Joint Select Committee of National Security a couple of years ago, right? Mm -hmm. You all know this Minister of National Security just need to tour that prison to know how bad it is, right? No. Okay. Yeah. We do even need to tour and we know how bad it is. No, I don't know if Trinidadians really know how bad no, it is. No, I don't think, Steve, you, you don't have a clue until you walk through it. <laughs> it can't be that bad. 
It's like a 1942 barrel. Steve can do say that. It is as bad as your worst nightmare. It's as bad as your worst nightmare and worse than that. I'm not asking it to you. It have a grotto. You have to go down and look through. Four foot, four and a half foot high. Yours, like if it's plantation where there's how slave people, slave slaves. It it as bad as you can imagine and worse. I'm not asking it to you. Mm-hmm. I don't think you could imagine, Steve Khan, or anybody listening, how bad it is. Mm-hmm. And there's remand there. People presumed innocent, but charged. Yeah. So these are, okay. pres- these are presumptive. Presumed innocent, but charged. <laughs> okay? And housed and, in subhuman conditions. So, Steve Khan, yeah, let me tell you. Yeah. And Port of Spain ain't no better. No. And in addition to the inmates, the security guards that endure them conditions to it. Prisons officers, yeah. think about that. So that old talk about we're gonna tour to make just see what could be done is old talk. They had spent. I remember they were spending. They were supposed to be upgrading Golden Grove facilities, and I and I think I don't know if it's the actually the former commissioner or the commissioner before him, and they were spending uh, some some amount of million. I don't know if it was like five million dollars. In upgrading and putting in in proper um, toilets and stuff, I don't know what is the status of that. If that Stuart was ever, Young, then Minister of Security, made a disclosure and how sixty, I think it's sixteen million, and was spent on this and this million spent on that. <sighs> is he a prison politicians? Yeah, they need to really rebuild a prison, a proper prison, and, of course. and scrap that whole Golden Grove. And the ideal place to build it, if I may suggest to the state is behind that double that double fence that you have that skirts the highway mm-hmm. that that surrounds a huge plot of land is where you could build that prison and that's that fence looks less escapable that fence looked like a prison fence and it could go up so I don't, but I don't know what will eventually happen. You see, um, there is no vested interest really in politicians, no. in politicians improving the lot of prisoners. Even though, as Paul said, prisoners are innocent until proven guilty. Mm-hmm. So you, these are these are presumptively innocent people, and the yeah. conditions in which they are held held are subhuman and terrible. There is no outcry from the. The, the citizens of the country concerning this. The citizens, the Trinidadians and the Bagunians can be pretty brutal in certain ways. Um. So for a lot of people, once you're charged, you're guilty. They don't see the, 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 the philosophical intent of the criminal law that you're innocent until proven guilty. And there are many people who are innocent. And, and of course, there are also many who are guilty. But for a lot of Trinidadians and Tobagonians, when you start to talk about the issue of how the facilities are and and how they need to be improved to a standard to accommodate human beings because many times you have an a crowded amount of people in cells what what is the narrative that people shout back at you or oh, oh what they go into a hotel oh that is what they deserve and that's how how brutal we are and uncivilized we are in terms of the larger picture until it's your son or your daughter that has to go into the system but more than that, Richard, the investment is not only about the conditions. 
the conditions impact the security arrangements. Mm -hmm. So whether people feel they're supposed to be the Hilton or Hyatt or not, you are at risk, Mr. Mr. and Mrs. General Public. You are at risk, as is evident in the escape Sunday night, because of the shortcomings. You and your family are at risk. Because they could walk out through a roof, uh, put it on a tap to make noise, to, di to, to, to divert from attention, and climb through a, a, a galvanized that clearly easy to move and walk out of the prison, not for the first time. So when you think the, the investment is about uh, flat screen TV and waterbed, it's about improving conditions to improve security. Look, uh, my, my good friend, good morning to my good friend. Chris is saying last evening I passed by the prison on Golden Grove Road, still no street lights, and the bush high within the two inner fence of remand. Yeah, nobody will see that, eh? What was high? Say that again, the bush. Bush. I'm not saying it. I'm not saying anything. Eh? I'm really not saying anything. Well, in other tragic news, of course, the body that was found on Mimaracas has been confirmed as Zephaniah Harry Paul's body, um, who has been missing for a, a while. He was abducted. A of month. course, he was. Yeah. He was. Uh, he used to work Tucker Energy Services. He was a ship supervisor supervisor and he but he hasn't been abducted around a month now mm -hmm. the confirmation was given by family members who attended the viewing of the body in the forensic science center yesterday um shunning members of the media from any comment while at the center high Paul's brother Stephen instead later posted on social media the following good afternoon to all we have identified the body that was discovered as Zephyr Zephaniah Harry Paul as a family we thank you for your continued prayer and support. And as we move forward, we will keep you informed. God is good all the time. And all the time, God is good. Did they give a timeline when they think he passed? When he was killed? Um, nope. No. There's so he many last seen on, He was last seen on February 17th. Mm -hmm. There's so many... Killings, abductions. At 2.05 a.m. When he told a co-worker that he was going to collect a flashlight. About 10 minutes after, a car was seen exiting the compound in convoy with Harry Paul's vehicle, a silver gray Tucson. The security guard motioned for the vehicles to stop and an unknown man was then seen exiting Harry Paul's vehicle and entering into the suspect's vehicle which sped away from the compound. No ransom was ever made. Well, that is as bizarre as it gets. Yeah. <clears throat> and scary. So, that's one of the other stories. Of course, there, there is... Um, well, the, well, most of the headlines today focus on the issue of that manhunt. Um, well, two of the headlines deal with it, and of course, one headline deals with the the suicide of the couple in Princess Town, mm -hmm. and um, and 
the letter that they would have sent left for their children. That is such a tragic, horrific... I don't know what the adjectives are that you would use for that, but... And, and, and for the little child to find them, and I don't know, it's tragic on so many levels. And of course, um, a traumatologist is saying that, of course, the children, and specifically that child, of course, is going to need counseling. Because that stays with you for life, obviously. Let me quote a, let me quote a news.gov article. Minister Young visits Port of Spain prison. Minister of National Security, the Honorable Stuart Young, visited the Port of Spain prison on Tuesday, October 2nd, 2018, following a report submitted to him relative to structural damage to the institution from the recent 6.9 earthquake. Remember that earthquake, right? Yeah. The minister, uh, acting commissioner of prison, Mr. Dane Clark, deputy commissioner of prison, Dennis Pulchan, and a whole lot of them, I ain't going through the list, visited the prison minister and was given the first-hand view of the affected areas, and he promised to work assiduously to seek the resources necessary to remedy the situation. He also spoke with and noted the concerns of several of the clients and stakeholders who were given the opportunity to speak to him. Upon completion of the visit, Commissioner Clark uh, iterated to the minister that the prison service, All Life Matters, and he thanked him for placing the nation's prisons as a strategic priority in the interest of security and safety. Mm-hmm. Look, you know, I don't know, no? All right, let me go again here now. National Security Minister Stuart Young said attempts are being made to implement a probation service for inmates on remand. The system, he explained, will be based on qualifications. So that, that story, part of it, it's on TTT. Young, PP spent $80 million on defense. This is October 24th, 2019, news dinner, eh? In the budget debate and he added that the government was spending at the time a significant investment to upgrade the nation's prison systems for security reasons that is 2019 now what year we in now well that fence i want wait, he was reporting that 80 million was spent on the other fence yeah the other fence the, the fence where, which with the one which i said it looks more non-escapable that fence looked more secure. That once you're behind it, you're behind it. So it has to be that one he's referencing. How much they were actually giving a budget for how much that cost. Um, but but yeah, but you've you've heard those reports from ministers of national security before. But I I always remember a senior counsel once telling me that be, that if probably if prisoners could vote, they would make take more of an interest. Yeah. Right, and another article in AZP News, National Security Minister Stuart Young. This is 2019 now, August 7, 2019. And of course, he, he again promised stakeholders the government was investing in upgrading the nation's prisons. Look, you, you know, you know, uh, oh my God. He said the infrastructural upgrades will include improving plumbing and electrical systems at Remand Yard Golden Grove to improve, include toilet facilities, better lighting and ventilation, and an upgrade to the closed-circuit television system 
at the maximum security prison and outfitting an existing building on the compound of Golden Grove Prison Aruka to be utilized as a rehab center for female minors who have been referred to rehabilitation by the courts. I don't know. I don't know. As if they feel we're asking for caviar in the prison. If they could move a piece of a roof, galvanize, and come out. Yeah. If they could move a piece of galvanize and come out. I don't know if people realize what a security risk this is. You know, people seem to forget that prison break in Port of Spain where an officer died. You know. So it's not about fancy thing for the prison in Mesa Luna. It's about security for all of us. Because if five could walk out Sunday night, more could walk out. True. It is, it is really annoying not to hear the empty promises. And we go, as every time something like this happens, you know the, 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 you could actually write the, 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 the response from whoever the minister is at the time. Government is looking at improving the, the investment in the prison. In, uh, the, 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 the response so perfunctory, it's not funny. I only had one cup of coffee for the morning. That's probably why. <laughs> probably need to double up on the coffee this morning because that it might be a joke to many people. We might think people might think, okay, just another day in Trinidad and Tobago, but it's really unacceptable in terms of performance. Unacceptable, and a large part of that issue is that Golden Grove is not fit for purpose. Nobody should be housed there. It is way past its tenure. But I guess, as you said, they're not voters. So that to invest, I guess, $400 million or almost half a billion dollars in a new prison is not politically expedient. Nope. But people don't realize what, what basically happens there is that your life is at risk because they can escape anytime. One's still out there and you don't know what you're going to do. But we should congratulate the authorities for recapturing the others so quickly. Yeah. Anything we can you know, you, you, you know, you probably would be able to, you know, you would probably be able to replay what you just said, Paul, in about, let's say, two years' time or Less three years' time. Or <laughs> like 10. And uh, you don't know how much, would, how much will actually have changed. <laughs> uh because let me tell you, the, the, I want to be with you. You see the rate of change in the TTPS, the Trinidad Tobago Prison Service, and at those prison service facilities, the rate of change is on a different time trajectory to the rate of change in the rest of Trinidad and Tobago. And if you think the rate of change in the rest of Trinidad and Tobago might be slowish, trust me, the Trinidad and Tobago Prison Service facilities are even slower. I used to, I have gone to, I have gone as part of my um, professional life. I was a regular, I don't do it as much anymore, but I was a regular and consistent visitor to the Trinidad Tobago prisons for years. Consistent, every week. I went into the prison system, every single week. And I am telling you, I mean... I, and I mean, I, I have seen things change incrementally. Right now, for example, outside of the, the Golden Grove, if you're passing on the Golden Grove Road, 
you will see a building that's being built opposite one of the main dormitories for for where they house remand prisoners that's supposed to be the virtual um housing system when i mean the virtual system where you can go to court virtually etc that building is supposed to house all of those facilities they have been building that building i don't want to lie at least at least 10 years plus now but richard let me add something to that at least Why? i want you all to understand eh? at least i i i i don't have the exact amount of years in my mind but i'm i am saying at least 10 years they've been building why would they expedite building that building so that they could go across the road? Is this across the road from the prisons? It, no, it's in the prison compound. Why would they expedite building that the completing? Why would they expedite completing that building to facilitate uh, virtual court hearings for inmates to cut down the money that justice and time getting to transport into Port of Spain? Yeah. when things don't happen, somebody benefits. If they complete that building and initiate that project from with a with a well-run virtual court uh, court conduit from inside the prison, which justice and time can't get us to the millions they get into to run up and on the bus route. Mm-hmm. People don't understand how complex this thing is, you know. So if it takes twenty years, think multiply the amount of money justice and time getting. I want people and I want people to understand this is a simple two-story building. Eh? Every time I remember when because you know I have to be escorted into the prison and and unlike other attorneys who will go into the main administration building and they bring the prisoner to whatever room to see to, for you to have your conference. I didn't do that. I was escorted into the belly of the beast. Because I would be seeing many prisoners, okay? And I would go into the belly of the beast, so to speak. So I would be walking down and passing that building and with whoever the escort is. And sometimes I'd be having conversations with, you know, the various escorts about it. And they'd be like, boy, they run out of money again. They run out of money. And they want to complete it. Because it would mean a significant cut in whoever the injustice and time whoever is getting money to transport inmates you'll get tired up i say that plain somebody big contract will cut in half or three quarter because it's important to run up and down the bus route to try and i, and I asked a question months ago eh? i get a kind of answer about how much it was reduced by in COVID, since no prisoner was going to town when the courts stopped uh during the last two years i would love to know how much money it was reduced by i hear it was significant savings you know that that could mean anything mm-hmm. significant savings could mean three thousand dollars you know out of millions i don't know one that's pointed the next one in this country but i don't know it's it it i'm loath to say six or one half there's the next one here yep six said there's no one half of this day next is only interest groups benefiting? Special interest groups, partners. I hear uh, talk, the, eh? The rate of about, change. About who, about who Clarence Ambrat was talking about. Oh, God. 
or you get more zeppy. More the, zeppy. The chat is open. So release it to our listeners, please. <laughs> yeah, papers are going <laughs> You're not releasing it to our release listeners. Release it, Paul. <laughs> well, if I um, remember, I'd bust your is enough. <laughs> <laughs> you and you are, you are Wendell like to come and say, boy, I hear something, but I can't say it on radio. Yeah, exactly. I tell you, listeners, listeners have probably pelt, pelt all your figuratively. Pelt the radio on the ground. <laughs> pelt you all figuratively in their minds. You and Wendell Stephen are particularly guilty of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, I do have papers, actually. That's Zeppi. Hmm. You see, senior <laughs> official. <laughs> The senior officials so connected to everybody. Yeah? Everybody is it, connected. Is, is it the same thing that Wendell had sent in the group yesterday? Yes. Is that is it that same official? Yes. I shake my head. Yes. I shake my head. That is where the truth bust so fast. <laughs> oh, so it wasn't really a resignation then. I'm not saying that. It's a resignation. That, well, yes. What you saying then, Paul? Is a resignation. You're big and bold. You're, you have plenty mouth when you're talking about justice on time. But when you're talking about things like that, I'm not saying that. All of a sudden, your your tongue going back in your mouth. Because I could I could very I could substantiate the other t- conversation. Oh, you could substantiate it. What what what? You have the accounts of justice on time. Yes, this estate money paying. Yeah, you just you just speculating. You are exercising an opinion, but. When it comes to the pol- politics part of it, oh, all of a sudden you get reticent. You don't want to talk. Let me Google what reticent mean. I don't know. <laughs> the daily I don't know what, ex- I don't know, I don't know what reticent mean. Let me Google it, please. Give me some time to Google it. I'll oh, get back to you next ahead. week. I'll get back to you next week after I Google it. I the Google Daily stuff. Express for today on the front page. Um... Five prisoners stage jailbreak. Two recaptured. Manhunt is the headline that the Daily Express went with. Of course, if you wanted to know what's the date today, it's Tuesday, March 22nd, 2022. And of course, there are three pictures of, of, the, of some of the people who escaped, some of the guys. Um, the main picture is that of the glamorous winners of the Miss India Worldwide TNT Finals after being crowned on Sunday night at Hilton. Um, three team Pretty maidens all in a row, so to speak. So from left are Miss India Worldwide TNT Brittany Mohammed, Miss Mrs. India Worldwide TNT Stacey Leeling, and Miss Teen India Worldwide um, Trinidad Tobago Aliyah Ali. Um, all pretty. And on the back page of the Daily Express today, World Cup setback. Wendy's women lose to strugglers, Pakistan. And a black, black man, Dabro Dookie Degans in Sports Foundation Youth Awards Hunt. So that's it for the Daily Express today. I can move straight on to the Newsday. And the headline in the Newsday today, um, Parents Farewell Letter to Sweet Kids. We Were In Too Deep. Of course, this is referencing that horrible suicide of the, the husband and wife yesterday. Um, was it yesterday it occurred or the day before? But anyway, um, we were in too deep. And the picture is of Nandi Ramkisu holding up a picture of her sister, Shalene Ramkisu, who along with her husband, Steve Jogmohan, died by suicide at the family's Lapai Road, Princess Town home on Saturday. 
three or five prison escapees still on the run. And on the back page of the Daily Express, Colin Moore reacts as West Indies women lose to Pakistan, batters, struggles, persist, and Braffitt wants peace a friendly pitch in Grenada. So that's the front and the back of the news day today, and I'm moving straight along to the Trinidad and Tobago Guardian. And what's the headline in the Guardian today? Manhunt. One of five prison escapees still on the run. Others stopped from dash to freedom, and officers want money for Golden Grove upgrade. And so there's a picture of the five prisoners, and of course they're identifying the one that's still on the run. Zephaniah's family identify his body and stakeholders despair over rise in suicides. Because he had several suicides over the weekend. It wasn't just those two. I think there was one um, in the Arima area or close to the Arima area. And there was another one somewhere else. I think there were like four. Yeah, four. Um, And on the back page of the Trinidad Tobago Guardian, Haynes keeps Campbell Brooks. That's all you need to know for the three dailies in Trinidad and Tobago. So now you know what the trending stories, according to editors-in-chief of the three dailies this morning. All right. Well, it is 46 minutes after 6. Let me give you the results of our poll from yesterday. And our poll, while you guys come up with this morning's poll, uh, do you think the expose by Clarence Rambarat on state land warrants an investigation by the police and an explanation by the Prime Minister? <laughs> Minute and a half. Major issues the tour <laughs> with the Caribbean King of Comedy. Major, Major. hype. Hey, what's up? This is your boy Major hype, aka the King of Caribbean Comedy. Trinidad, get ready. That's right. March the 26th, I'm gonna be live on that stage inside of Napa. Showtime, 8 p.m. sharp at Napa Port of Spain. Tickets are 350 for a limited time only. Get yours now at all cashy outlets. Anton's Gold Rush, Castro's in Arima, Larry's, Francis Plaza, Shaguanas, or online at islandytickets.com. Major hype is on his way to Trinidad. That's right, Trinidad. It's gonna be crazy. Make sure you're in the building. The Major Issues Store comes to Trinidad. Backed by Ziggy Rankin and Order. This is the release you need. Get your tickets early. All COVID protocols are in place. For more info, call 779-5755. Brought to you by Cache and Anton's Cold Rush. Major Hype live on stage. Trust me, that one's gonna be crazy. Die, da, die, da, die, do, 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 do. Did somebody say bricks? Eat it with cheese and guava, sausage and jam, or eggs and ham, peanut butter and lamb. That's a cricks mix, bring whatever you can. Once you have cricks, it's instant sweet hand. The man do joker, saltfish, whatever. Anything you like, cricks makes it taste better. Whatever you choose, whatever you try, must go with cricks, the vital supplies. Cricks, the vital supplies. Try our new cricks crispy, lightly salted, crispy crackers today. Power 102 Digital. Digital. Streaming 24-7 on power102fm.com and on the Power 102 Digital app. Power 102 Digital. All right, on this World Water Day, our poll from yesterday, do you think the expose by Clarence Rambrat on state land warrants an investigation by the police and an explanation by the Prime Minister? 100%. All of you said yes. All. All. 100%. All right, so we get into this morning's poll. Well, this morning's poll um, connects to the prison service 
and, and the facilities of the respective prisons. So it's a very simple poll. Yeah. Do you think the government should invest in a new prison and condemn Port of Spain and Golden Grove prisons? Mm-hmm. Do you think the government should invest in a new prison and condemn Port of Spain and Golden Grove prison facilities? That's our poll this morning. It will, inqu- it will of course, require a certain amount of expenditure. So do you think that the government should invest in a new prison and condemn Port of Spain and Golden Grove prisons. Yes or no? What's your opinion, listeners? We'd like to know. 222-TALK, 222-8255, North Americans, you can call absolutely toll-free at 866-525-1099. And, of course, people mm-hmm. on the web or on the app, um, you can send your request your vote through the messaging portal or platform located there. Do you think the government should invest and build a brand new prison and condemn Port of Spain and Golden Grove prison facilities? What do you think? Yes or no? All right. So let's go to our lines. A lot of calls coming through. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Sandy Gandhi. Richard, please include Carrera Prison also? My answer is yes. All right. Well, Carrera Prison could be included, yes. Yeah, all right. Good. I, I, you know what that looks like. Good morning. Good morning, Arango. No, let them take that money and, and, and get the CDAP tablets for all the retirees that they can't get for the past three months. Oh, thank you. Really? Hmm. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Morning. I want to thank you all for this question. It's a very important question. Uh, my answer is definitely yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you, buddy. All right. 222-8255-612-8255. Toll free North American. You can call. Yeah. 866-525-1099. Again, our poll. Do you think the government should invest in a brand new prison and condemn Port of Spain and Golden Grove and, well, Carrera prison facilities? So do you think the government should invest in a new prison and condemn Port of Spain and Golden Grove and, by extension, Carrera? (laughs) What's your opinion? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yes. Thanks, Kunapir. Have a great day, Kunapir. Good morning. Good morning, Sunny Safranado here. Thank you, Sunny. Um, Have a good one. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, so before I give my answer, sometimes I think we should change our watchwords to together we perspire, together we teeth, you know. But um, for the poll, yes. All right, thank you. All right. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Carol here. My answer is yes, absolutely. All right. Thank you, Carol. All the best to you. Miss Ingrid out in Tucson, Arizona said, yes, it's about time. Good morning to you, Ambrose. Listen to us out in New York. Uh, Salim Abdullah. Good morning, brother. Um, Ken E. No. Salim also says, well, Salim says, absolutely. 
Wayne out in Simcoe, Ontario, Canada. Yes. Long Islander. Yes. Kenny out in Harlem. Yes. Stretch. No. Um, prisons and first world countries are private. Mm, government should facilitate private investments instead. Okay. Miss Bonnier West, absolutely yes. Lorna, good morning, Lorna and Indy. Uh, absolutely yes. Trevena Rima, yes. CJ from New York, yes. Lunch Park, no. Ms. Maloney, yes, the lady is right about CDAP. Okay, we need to deal with that. Maybe I'll get Mr. Rahman tomorrow to deal with that. Um, Mr. Carapo, yes. Mogins out in Aruka, and a big yes to the poll. Uh, Lena, yes to the poll, it's about time. Mr. Beeps is in the house, yes to the poll. And morning to you guys. Thank you so much, Mr. Beeps. All right, 222-8255-612-8255, toll free. North Americans, 866-525-1099. So do you think the government should invest in a new prison and condemn Port of Spain and Golden Grove prisons? And Carrera. Mm -hmm. <laughs> How bad is Carrera? Have you been there, Richard? I've never been to Carrera because generally they bring prisoners from Carrera to the Port of Spain prison. Mm. I had a chance to go once, but, but I, I didn't take it up. Um, but, um, but yeah, usually they bring Port of Spain, usually they bring Carrera prisoners to Port of Spain. But, but you know, Carrera prisoners don't like to come to Port of Spain prison. So they don't like to overnight in Port of Spain prison. They prefer to come and go straight back to Carrera. Of course, they generally do have to overnight if they have to see an attorney. Um, but they prefer, obviously, they do prefer the Carrera facilities than the Port of Spain facilities. They have a little bit more freedom, I think, on the Carrera. On Carrera? Yeah. Is, 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 is Golden Grove or um, Port of Spain air-conditioned? For who? The buildings. I'm not, talking, the I'm not talking the offices. I'm talking about the prison area absolutely not nope wow some of the offices and and over my as i say over my professional career the offices eventually got air conditioned they weren't air conditioned before they had fans so it's a heat box what you're saying well I would want to assume so because you have multiple people per cell. It's not an air-conditioned facility. And, and how is um, the ventilation? Um, I can't see that the ventilation is great. From my observation, because remember you're talking about the actual dormitories, which are, and you have this wing and that wing, where, where it's just, where sometimes you see when they riot and stuff, you see it. Um, those wings would have a certain amount of ventilation, but I don't think it's any ventilation that you're getting that much air because you remember it's a prison. Mm -hmm. So there will be a lot of, um, there, there would be limited airflow. And it's not made for the kind of numbers that, that it currently houses. It's not. 
Yeah, neither Porter Spin, like neither Porter Golden Grove. They're not made for the numbers that are currently housed there. Um, maximum, the MSP is is better in terms of its its facility. It's much it's much more modern uh, facility um, in comparison to those. I don't think it's the it's uh, as modern as how a, a new prison would be built and the kind of technology that you would include in a new prison facility. Mm-hmm. But it's certainly better than in terms of the facilities than Golden Grove and Port of Spain. So that's our poll this morning. Do you think the government should invest in a new prison and condemn Port of Spain and Golden Grove and by extension Carrera prisons? What do you think? That's our poll. Wow. Tune to talk, 612 talk. Let's hear from you. All right. Wayne out in Simcoe, Ontario, Canada says, just FYI, prisons in Canada are not privately owned. Okay. I can't recall. I think that's an American thing. Yeah. And you have different types of systems. For example, the Norwegian um, system is very comfortable. And their, their thinking is that if you treat prisoners like human beings, you would have less of a recidivism rate in terms of them coming back into the system. It may seem counterintuitive. You're, 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 for people, they may think, well, if you make it harsher, they will want to not come back. But that's not what happens. And actually, the Norwegian system has the data to prove that. Um, in terms of their recidivism rate in comparison to other prisoners. Of course, the most incarcerated country in the world is probably a toss-up between the United States and China. Um, but I think the United States has the most, incar- the most incarcerated number of people in terms of quantum. I'm subject to correction, but I believe so. And, of course, their prison system is very much privatized. Hmm. I don't know if in all states, but certainly in many states it is privatized. So do you think the government mm-hmm. should invest in a new prison and condemn Port of Spain and Golden Grove and, and by extension, Carrera prisons? What's your opinion? We're still taking your votes. Do we have any more votes coming on the message board? Uh, Steve no, Pe- not after since Wayne. Did you refresh? Yeah, I, I did a fresh. I did a fresh. Do it again. Okay, cool. Nothing new. Nothing new. All right, so let's get those calls in. Do you think we need to build a the new prison? Bottom line. Sh- should invest in a new prison and condemn Port of Spain and Golden Grove. Anytime I pass on the highway on the Church of Roosevelt Highway, and of course, people in the West may not know this. Well, you may see it when you go into the airport. It's right at the junction. It's right at that main intersection. You can see the fence, actually. Um, so people from West who generally don't traverse the country as much as the rest of the people in other geographic areas. Mm. Um, if you're going to the airport and you're turning right to go to the airport, if you look across um, diagonally, you would see the fence. And it, it actually just encloses a huge plot of, plot of land. It begs for a prison to be built there. It just begs for it. It just because you already have the wall. Mm-hmm. You know, you might as well. It, it's just, it's just there. And I know Wendell and I have always wondered, well, why did they build that fence? And 
and at times we've heard that it was to accommodate the prisoners from Carrera and and they were going to put them there and build build a facility, but they would, they would have a lot more land to roam, et cetera, et cetera. I heard that excuse or that explanation at one point because, you know, they are not, they, they generally have a lot of space to roam, is my understanding, because they are on an island mm. and they can't escape. Um, so who knows? Wow. Um, but right. certainly well, it looks like, uh, because it's huge, and yeah. they can simply just build within that complex. That's what it looks like, yeah. to me at least. All right, you forced me to call. Good morning, gentlemen. Morning. morning. Richard, you forced me to call when you raised the issue of that fence. Because I'm saying, why nobody talking about that fence? For years I talk about that fence. The millions mm-hmm. of dollars that the last government spent to fence bush, a big piece of bush, they have mm-hmm. fancy lights on the fence. They have cameras on the fence. Millions of dollars. You know, and one of the callers, though, I think gave a good idea. I think, uh, no, one of the texters from abroad. Let it be privatized. Let the same people who are making billions of dollars driving people up along the road, let them spend some money and build a nice big prison in a nice big new prisoner. You know what I mean? Don't think this hurt, you know. And you're right. It spans all governments. And that is what is so worrying about this. this, this All thing. right. Thank you, you caller. Know? But yes, the All caller right. is Wendell Roy. Oh, is you? I know. Yes, see you I, right. I know he's talking like Wendell. Richard, like Richard <laughs> wake me up. <laughs> Richard, wake <laughs> me up when he raised his city fence because say, how oh, nobody ain't talking about it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Thank you, caller. That's something we discuss all the time, Wendell. All the time. All the time. We've discussed yeah. that. Well, yeah. somebody yeah. make a dollar. That's all I'll mm-hmm. say. All right, thanks, Wendell. Let's get into our major news. Evie is in. She's drinking her coffee with a spoon. <laughs> I just want you all to picture that. Sounds very Evie. Get her coffee. You don't hear it. Do it, Evie. Do it, do it, do it. Do it. You see what I mean? You see it's what awesome. I mean? It's Let's awesome. get into news. Thank you for choosing Power Water 2 Digital. Listen every weekday for our live show starting at 6 a.m. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. Power 102 Digital.